With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and the Steelers Hangover. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Alongside me is Tony Defio. It is a victory Monday. The Pittsburgh Steelers 27, Jacksonville Jaguars 3. Feels pretty good, doesn't it, Tony? Sure does. Sure does. I mean, I... I, I just, you know, sometimes I, I, I can't believe it, really. I mean, I can't believe we're, we're witnessing this. This is just a phenomenal thing and, and something that we're always going to uh, talk about the rest of our lives. It's, it's a memory that we're going to be sharing with our uh, kids and grandkids for, for decades. Yeah, we definitely will. And that's something that uh, I'll never forget. And like we talked about this, I remember being in the school library in seventh or eighth grade and seeing that the dolphins were undefeated after six games. And I think they took it up to uh, 11 or 12 games that year. And just watching these teams say, man, I'd love to see my team go on a run like that. And they're going on a run. And, uh, and what we're doing is we're taking it for granted right now because we're not enjoying this. We're not expecting it. We're not expecting them. Maybe we're not taking it for granted, Tony. We're actually worried that they're going to lose every week and right. that that uh, the luster is going to be off the shine. But you know what? I watched the Chiefs play yesterday. The Chiefs had so many opportunities to lose that game to the Raiders, and the Chiefs have already lost. Chiefs have a tough schedule coming up. The Steelers' Steelers schedule is not easy. They've got Baltimore coming up, and like we said, I don't care who's on the COVID list, who's dressing – when it's the Ravens, it's the Steelers, it's a five-star matchup. The Washington football team is after that. They might pretty they might win that division, the Washington football team. Yeah. Right now they have three, they have three wins. But here's the thing about that. There is a theory that the best team in the NFL is the team that plays the Steelers the week after they play the Baltimore Ravens. And so that might not be an easy game. You never know, because like we talked about the Jaguars wanting to win this game, the Washington football team going to want to win this game, just like Dallas, tired of everybody saying how bad they stunk. Right. Everybody was saying it. So with that, with that being said, Tony, that's going to be a tough matchup. The next week on Sunday night football, marquee matchup, the Buffalo Bills, Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that night, nobody will circle the drain like the Buffalo Bills. And <laughs> I got to tell you, that is not going to be an easy win. It won't be. They might no. not win that game. That, right. could, that, that could be your first loss of the season. Um, or it could come this coming Thursday night. The week after that, it's Monday night. Monday night football in the Queen City against the Cincinnati Bengals. And the thing about that, there's no Joe Burrow. Right. And that stinks because right. I tell you what, I don't care if he's a Bengal. I don't care if if uh, he leads them to a few championships. I like his moxie. I like his class. And I hated to see him go down with that 
not just an ACL, but an MCL too. I mean, he went down with everything. So he's got a long ride back and a long road back. And, but that, that is a game on Monday night football that, uh, that might be your most winnable game, but nothing's, nothing's most winnable because like you always say, they get paid on both sides of the ball. Week after that, it's the Colts. The Colts are playing for a division title. They are a weird team. They're one week. They're great. The next week they're not. They right. beat a good team in, in Green Bay yesterday. They looked sickly for the second half against the Baltimore Ravens a couple of weeks ago. So you never know what's going to happen when Old Man Rivers comes in there. Mm-hmm. Old Man Rivers is lucky that he has a great defense, though. Are they a top-tier team? I don't I don't know. Um, Donald Nolan, I don't want Burrow to win a championship. I just said he might. Ah. I think there you go. Donald, stop it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's good for the league when, when young quarterbacks uh, come in and, and, and excel. Look at Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson was the MVP last year. Uh, Josh Allen's up and coming. I, you know, it's, it's Justin Herbert. I mean, these, these young guys, uh, Tua. I mean, I, I think it's great when young quarterbacks uh, perform well. I, it's, it's up to the Steelers to, to, to find the right uh, uh, people to, to beat a, a future uh, superstar that, that I think Joe Burrow could be. I will say this. If I had a choice of anybody in the North, if one of these teams had to win a championship, even though I hate the Cincinnati Bengals, I would much rather watch the Bengals win a title, Bengals and Joe Burrow win a title over the Browns and Baker Mayfield, who I abhor. I think he's I think he's a hack. I think he's <laughs> a jerk. Don't like him at all. Um, I, I just don't like that guy. I don't like Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson's good, and he could destroy you in a lot of ways. I'm just not a fan. Right. I did. I was the guy that everybody was talking about how they maybe the Steelers will take Lamar Jackson. I'm actually the guy that was happy that they didn't because that's not the guy I wanted. That's because I've seen that movie before, and we're seeing that movie now. As good as he can play in the regular season and as electric as he can be, when it comes push comes to shove, he gets shoved. And I just don't think he's the guy. I don't think that he would be the guy for Pittsburgh. I, I like the pure passer, and that's it. There's other now, when we look at other other players in the league, other young quarterbacks who I would have loved to have had, I would have loved to have had a Kyler Murray. I would have loved to have had another one, a, yeah. You know, I would have loved to have had a guy like that. I I think he's a better passer. He came from the same system as Baker Mayfield. Just can't stand Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he gets pushed around too. Right, right. Yeah, and that's Kyler Murray. It's another young quarterback. I forgot. I forgot. I mean, here, here's a guy who's who uh, completed the pass of his life uh, a couple weeks ago. So I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's not that we want uh, Joe Burrow to win championships and beat the Steelers all the time. It's just. It's a good. It's great for the league when he when these guys are uh, come along. It's just you know the the better the quarterback play, in my opinion, the better the better the league. I just think T Higgins is great, and I really think that team is going to be dangerous. Let's go ahead and look at some super chats here. Jordan Allen, look at the name there, J A. Jordan Allen. The Bills could spark new rival there for real now. Um, here's the thing: is Jordan Allen Josh Allen's brother? He could be another J.A., quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. Thanks for the $2, Jordan. I really appreciate it. The Bills, the Bills are going to be really good. 
they're tough. They're they've got the defense. They've they that's going to be a really good game, and it's going to be in Buffalo. Uh, there's not going to be fans there, but it's going to be there. We've got a five dollar. <laughs> I'm laughing because let me bring this up. And as I'm struggling to bring this up um, and for some reason, I cannot find it. Here it is. Derek session says that movie was called Cordell Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to avoid saying that, but yeah, we, we saw it in Cordell. I was, at, I was at two AFC championship games when they lost with Cordell Stewart at quarterback because he threw interceptions. I was in the stands against Denver in the 97 season in January of 1998. He threw three picks and that was a very winnable game. I was there in 2001. It was a very winnable game against, against New England Patriots. Um, that's why I like the pure pass passer. I look back on the Cordell Stewart era though. I loved the Cordell Stewart era. I loved the electricity and everything that he did. Um, yeah. But it's just not what I want now. And and you can't, you can't, uh, as they say, you can't sleep on two AFC championship game appearances. He just uh, couldn't quite get over the hump. <laughs> At least he won a couple of playoff games. Lamar hasn't, hasn't done that yet. Yeah. That, and that's true. And he, he was um, Donald <laughs> Nolan is buying me a, a Bengals Jersey for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> wow. LOL. Just messing total, with you, man. Total allegiance. You have to have total allegiance to the Steelers. Can't, <laughs> I, I tell you what, I, I like him. You know, another guy that I like that uh, is probably going to be looking for a job. I don't think that he is going to be looking for a backup job, but I would love I would love to have a guy like uh, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold went to the wrong team. Yeah. I, no, I think if Sam Darnold would have went to the Browns like he should have, that's a different team. And we're really worried about the Browns right now. Yeah, and that's why you can't, you can't uh, when you when you talk about getting a, a new quarterback, replacing a quarterback, uh, and drafting a quarterback, you better get it right because if you don't get it right, you have to you have to start all over again within a couple of years, as we're probably going to see with, with the Jets next year. Let's get those questions in here, and um, we're going to move to the uh, the uh, chat as far as a Q and A. John Knox, I love this question, and I think I've got an answer for this, and I want to hear what you have to say. Thanks for the $2, John. Wonder why Mike Tomlin didn't run Connor in the second half. I think it's I think it's simple. One, Mike Tomlin has heard in the past about the Steelers running the wheels off of the guy. And it's funny, at the beginning of this season, all we wanted to do was have them have a running back by committee. Now, if you ask anybody, me included, who I was I was calling for the running back by committee, not afraid to say I'm wrong, but they don't have the right guys for a running back by committee. But in the second half, I thought they knew that game was in control, Tony. They decided to save him a little more, but not just save him. It's also to see what you got in a Anthony McFarland Jr., which they want to see. And he was he was out last week because he was sick. They want to see what they had in him. They wanted to see what they have in Benny Snell Jr. because they they might be the next man up, and that's very possible. So, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I, I thought it was a, it was perfect the way they handled the second half because, like, like we talked about in the first half of the show, we, we felt pretty comfortable, and I'm sure they 
they were they, they'll never admit it, but they probably felt pretty comfortable too with a 14 point then a 17 point lead in the second half uh, against a quarterback like Jake Luton. So uh, why not see what you why not give James Conner a you know a half off? I mean, you know, here's a guy who's dealt with some injuries in the past, as we know. So uh, the you know the the fresher you can keep him, the better, and 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 it gives you a chance to see Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland, you know, guys you couldn't see really in, in, in stadium action this past summer because there were no preseason games. So I, I liked it. I liked it. And, and uh, the, it wasn't a, an impressive performance, by either one of those two guys, but, but uh, you know, at least, at least you, at the very least you got, you got to uh, protect James Conner. So Tyler Jacobs says this, I feel like the guys are playing for the first run by at this point, this level of intensity is out of the world, out mm-hmm. of this world. And I really think that there is an intensity. Mm-hmm. We've got to be careful because the first round buy might go by the wayside this year. And the reason it might go by the wayside, and we don't know exactly how it's going to go, nobody might have a first round buy. If they do what they did in 1982, and they're talking about if we have to lose games, there is going to be an eighth team put in the playoffs this year. And we talked about that earlier in the show as well. And if they do that, they might go to a tournament like they did after that strike year, which I believe if I'm not mistaken, Tony, I think it was only a nine game year because that was a long strike. Right. Yeah. That was two months. And you saw a team, you saw the sixth seed. I believe the sixth seed was the New York jets and they beat the Cincinnati Bengals in the first round. And the year before the Cincinnati Bengals were in the Super Bowl, and they knocked them out in the first round. You could see a situation where you have, um, in a seed being the Baltimore Ravens playing the Pittsburgh Steelers in the first week and nobody gets the buy that they earned. Right. And only one team gets that buy this year. So that'd be a really interesting thing. So that's something to watch too. 2020 is far from over, especially right. with what we saw today with the COVID situation coming out of Baltimore. Um, right now, it seems like there's going to be a game on Thursday night, but we could be having a breaking news story on here in the next two days saying that there's not. And I wonder, you know, would they, what do you think? You think they would move it to, to the weekend or would they just cancel to cancel it all together? I guess it would depend on how many Ravens were exposed and how many Ravens were in quarantine. Yeah. It, it just depends. And because, you know, you have, I mean, with the game this close, we saw two weeks ago when Ben Roethlisberger was on the list. And he was on the list because he was a contact tracing right? with Vance McDonald. And you have two running backs here, which means they can be contact. Tra- and this is speculation, but they can be contact tracing with a guy like Lamar Jackson. Because, I mean, they're probably very close being in that huddle. You, you never know oh, yeah. how it's going. You don't, you don't know how it's going to line up. Right. Um, so there could be more on this list. But. Even if they're not exposed, Ben needed until Friday to be cleared. So you mm-hmm. need four or five days. There's not four or five days now for these guys to get cleared. So the schedule is going to hurt them more than anything. Here's the thing. I want to beat the Baltimore Ravens at full strength. They're not going to be at full strength because of the running back situation. But I definitely, in this rivalry, I want to beat Lamar Jackson or have the opportunity to beat Lamar Jackson, then beat Robert Griffin III. Right. 
um, or anybody else. But, you know, it's it's just tough, though, because I'm not rooting for anybody to have COVID. And I hate it. I hate that J.K. Dobbins has has is on that list. I hate the fact that Mark Ingram's on that list, too. Right. Um, I'd rather it be full strength. But and that's that's something I learned a long time ago. My uncle, may he rest in peace, was a big uh, Pittsburgh sports fan. And he lived in California and he was home and I was all excited because this was 1990 and a member of the Mets went down. It was like their backup catcher who was tough, Mark Carrion. I remember this and I was celebrating it. And he was like, Brian, you never, you never root for a guy to go down. You always want to be in full strength. And my dad always said the same thing too. And so that's what I, I say now. So I, I, I actually feel bad that these guys are in that situation. It is, it is significant and we'll look at it, but there could be more downfall. So that to answer your question, man, this could be a Sunday night game. I doubt it because they would go head to head with each other. So you would think if anything, it's a Monday or a Tuesday night game if they take too much away, but then we get into politics, the politics of everything, because then you have the problem with, well, we just moved, certain games to this or we played games that guys couldn't play and now you're now you're in a situation where you're just canceling a game so they someone's always going to be pointing fingers right yeah i mean it's it's such an unprecedented thing and and it's so hard to 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 say what the right move is but but i think i i I don't want to see it uh game you know, weeks being eliminated i think i like your your idea way back when and i don't know why the nfl is not even considering this it doesn't seem is you know if you have to make up some games after week 17 why can't you just do that and then and then a, a team could have a buy you know if, if it earned it you know if you know instead of having a the, having to add an extra playoff team but i guess i guess you could you could look at it both ways too because if if the steelers get a buy uh, then if they have, I'm sorry, if they have a week 18, then everybody gets a buy. So what's it, you know, so I guess there's two ways of looking at it. You think the NFL, you would think the NFL would do that because one, they have that stadium, Raymond James stadium in Tampa reserved all the way to April. Yeah. They have to have a Super Bowl, and right. you would think, and as money hungry as they are, you would think that they would much rather add weeks onto the season. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess. It all depends on, I, I guess the uh, the playoff money is bigger. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, but you you have the other thing. Then someone said, "Well, then if the Steelers had a buy, then that might be three weeks of buys if they're not affected by it, and that's going to hamstring." So nobody's ever happy in this. No what not everybody's going to win, right? On this, so there you go. I have to bring up Informed Eighty. I've seen Informed Eighty on here before, and I uh, and I respect. I respect any uh, anybody that disagrees w- with me. It's cause he sucks. We're talking about Connor. <laughs> Bad, LOL. Let's not sugarcoat anything. Yeah, the O-line can do better, but Connor is average at best. I'm just going to leave it at this. I completely disagree. I've seen James Connor take over a game. The first, actually the second game of the season, third game of the season, he was over 100 yards. He looked pretty good. He reeled off a 25-yarder yesterday. I I think he is... I think they are just, I think the Steelers right now, not just the O-line situation, but I think they are more hell-bent on passing instead of running because they've got the guys to do it. 
right? I think they're geared more that way. And I think, you know, if you want, if you, if you don't want to call James Conner a, a, a all pro running back, then yeah, I agree with that. But I don't think that's a big leap to go from that to he sucks. I don't think he sucks at all. I think he's a really good productive running back, uh, you know, more, more often than not. I, I just think he's had problems with, with injuries in the past. And, and, and as you said, the O-line's not, not uh, geared towards uh, the, the running game as much as uh, maybe they, they had been in, in previous years. Absolutely. So, Tony, we are uh, we are getting ready to we are getting ready to wrap this whole thing up. I want to talk about the schedule here, and we've got a lot of people. Uh, um, a lot of people are talking about how Connor gets no respect as well, and you know, I, I got to tell you, I'm riding with all of these guys. You know, I really think that uh, Connor is going to win some games for this team too, because once you start figuring out those little, those small passes to, uh, to the Ray Rays, to Deontay Johnson's, to even Juju. Um, when you start figuring that all out and that gets taken away, then it opens, that it opens things up for James Conner too. Um, Jason Lewis says, Conner's okay, but you cannot overuse him. Don't mind letting those other guys getting touches. And, uh, there you go. That's that's really that's really what you need to do. Have everybody get touches, but let's talk about the schedule. Um, this is a short week right now. This is a very short week. So today you have heard some stuff on the audio only uh, platform that we you don't usually hear until tomorrow. We had the Mike Tomlin press conference recap with Jeff Hartman. That's out there. If you missed Mike Tomlin's show, go ahead check it out. We also um, are not going to have the retro show tonight. That will be this weekend, but it is going to be a good one. It is still going to be Steelers versus Ravens. You're going to love this one because it's actually, for me, it's one for the ages. Um, the Scobro Show is on tonight on YouTube. It will appear on the audio-only platform tomorrow at noon. So make sure you check that out. If you want to listen to this show again, this is going to appear on the audio-only platform as soon as we can get it out there. And so it will appear sometimes tonight. No, your enemy is going to be in its regular spot. We are going to have a pregame show um, showing up in time about 24 hours before game time. And all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs, you're going to have it here, whether it's behind the steel curtain.com or whether it's on the family of podcast as well. So with that being said, Tony Defio, thanks so much. Final thoughts. I'm just, uh, I, I, this is, I, I can't, I, again, to repeat myself, this has been quite the magical season. I can't wait to see how these last six weeks go. It's just incredible that we're, we're seeing a 10 and 0 team. And you know what? I am going to go back to, uh, pimping out other shows. You mentioned the word magical Jeff Hartman on let's ride this morning. Talked about magic. The Steelers having a magical year, um, continuing the magic. Check that out on all of our platform all of the platforms that you download a podcast in it is a very good show i think it was one of his best this morning too so definitely check that out um so for tony defio my name is brian anthony davis this has been the steelers hangover the pittsburgh steelers are 10 and oh feels so good to say i've got to say it again 10 and oh we will be talking to you tony and i will be talking to you but we won't have a chance. We might not have a chance together to say happy Thanksgiving 
And we are thankful for all of you in our live chat, Tony. Absolutely. Yeah, these, these guys are a blast. And, and I've had so much fun with them, with you. And, and on Saturday now, they're like my family on Saturday. I just, I just love these guys. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. And Absolutely. to you, Brian. Thank you. And I hope you have a great uh, turkey day as well. Um, Informed 80 says, rat birds for Thanksgiving, Steeler Nation. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how good rat birds taste, but I'm going to stick with turkey. And yeah. we'll see. We'll see how that is. And hopefully nobody's eating crow. So let's <laughs> let's just say that. But for Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. You can call me bad. And just when you think that you've got all of the answers, we keep changing the questions.